1: Hey everybody welcome it's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on thank you for joining us here on the dr pat show right here on transformation talk radio and we got a great show for you today actually a great lineup all day long so it's great to be connecting let me give a shout out to both olivia and benny how are you both doing oh doing good how are you yeah good benny cheat too much never
2: pat you know that no way <laughs> And, in fact, we still have to look for some more Easter eggs. They're still hiding somewhere, so I'm not going to go without a fight either. Okay,
1: yeah. <laughs> One of the greatest dilemmas uh, that you run into on Easter uh, is whether or not you love Doc Chocolate and somebody gives right. you milk chocolate eggs. Then what do you do?
0: You find them later, but they're not really round. <laughs> they're flat.
1: <laughs> oh Yolks on you. Hey. Oh, oh no. where's my rim shot? <laughs> oh oh my god pat will
2: be here all week folks try the veal don't forget to try oh the my deal.
1: god i've got a hot flesh going on because Jeez. i can't believe i just said that So
0: cheesy! It's good. uh
1: welcome everybody look you know there's something that happens when you kind of put this the stamp on your network called transformation there's like a little thing that goes on you know some people call it the uh, law of attraction some people call it the law of attention some people just call it You know it is this idea of transforming and what does that look like Um, i know for myself i'm a work in progress but what if you could transform your life in just 22 minutes what if you could do that that's why i've got two amazing people joining me here today sean murray and karen mills austin now you're going to hear a lot about them but one of the things I wanna say is they have a powerful message. They have a powerful show and they are in the realm of transformation. And there are reasons why for each of them. I wanna welcome you both to the show. It's great to have you both here. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So I wanna just get, I wanna get a little bit uh, up close and personal. <laughs> with Good. <each> of you. <laughs> Um, You know, Sean, you're CEO, co-founder of That Guy's House, uh, Mm -hmm. and you launched a brand new podcast, 22 Minutes of Transformation. You're the author of an award-winning bestseller, uh, The Guy Who Loves the Universe, and there's so much. You know, Karen, you as well. I could go on about everything you've done and what you are about. International speaker, transformational workshops. You know, you've studied with my bud, Michael Bernard Beckwith. And, you know, on and on and on about the principles of life and life worth. Both of you are in that realm, Mm -hmm. right? It's like achieving the tower or the pinnacle of learning about transformation. And here's the question, I want to kick this off with each of you. Given all of that, everything you've done, and Sean, we'll start with you. Okay. What are the challenges and what are the obstacles that you had to overcome to achieve all that?
2: Oh, my gosh. You know, I really believe that I've had... um my fair share of dark Knight of the souls. Like I feel like I got them delivered out in abundance, but that was a great thing because I do think I got to learn about resilience and and moving forward from a young age. My my biggest thing I'd say was always feeling like I was on the outside of the party that was happening. Like that's how I definitely went through my teen years, through my early twenties, just feeling like I didn't fit in for some way, shape or form. And that manifested in some Severe mental health issues, depression, anxiety. But what was, and I can say this now, I sure wasn't saying it at the time, but the accumulation of that was a turn towards um looking at things a different way, a turn towards spirituality, a turn towards having to discover something in myself because I clearly had, clearly wasn't getting it from out there in any way at all. So yeah, my my own, my own mind, my own thinking was 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 my biggest my my biggest obstacle
1: Mm. Mm. and you know Karen you get the benefit of me already asking that question so I'm not going to change it up on you I'm not going to be like all about that for the moment but because it's the same question I've been asking this question for 17 years so that will tell you a little bit if not a lot about me But you've accomplished so much and immersed in spiritual teachings that clearly elevate the way we live our lives. But that doesn't come without its own challenges, does it?
3: No, it doesn't. I'm just hearing, um, what are the words? Um, It's something about when we're given a lot, we're expected to um, unfold a lot. And I've been very fortunate in my life to have um, my mother and my grandmother as metaphysicians, mm-hmm. to grow up at Founders as a kid. I was there with um, Dr. Hornaday, and I have matriculated through these, um, these teachings where I understand about mystics, I understand about metaphysics, and now I'm in the realm of mysticism knowing that i get to let go and allow the universe to have its way with my life and so that's the thing that i still bump up against Uh, it just happened a couple of weeks ago where i'm here i've had something figured out and the resistance allows me to stop take a breath and to let go and to trust the universe so um that's how I continue to unfold. And I'm grateful for it. I allow it. I surrender to it because I know that it's all for me Mm. all the time.
1: And so what do you two make of your coming together to (laughs) to create this platform, right? I mean, people have heard me say how I got here, Mm
3: -hmm. right?
1: Uh, You know, I dialed the wrong phone number. That's why I'm here. Uh But you know, I always love to know what the connections are and I love what both of you just shared because sometimes, at least this is my experience, In sometimes in the world that I'm learning to be in, we think that everything's great. I'm called Pollyanna Patty. And that means, <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? That means like, you know, nothing ever happens to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not Teflon. Things stick to me. I'm Velcro. But how did you two... Have that moment of connection and to create what we're about to talk about today.
2: Karen? Well, go ahead. It, it <laughs> good job,
1: Sean. Hey, that was good. <laughs> yes. Well, because it really did be, begin
3: with me because I said mm-hmm. yes. And yes. it began one Sunday morning. I was wanting to get up, I was not wanting to get up at five o'clock in the morning because I always do that to go to Agape. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm not going to wake up. I'm going to roll over. And I heard um, and felt the presence say to me, get up. (laughs) And I got up. I, I still remember the outfit that I had on. I mean, it was just so vivid. Went to Agape and we were, and it was, in the second service. And I heard Reverend Michael say, we have some people here from London, uh, that guy's house. Now Mm -hmm. I had just completed, I had just gotten back from the editor, my book. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is fabulous. And then Spirit said, take your cards out, take two out. And so I said, okay, got them. Now what am I supposed to do? Um, Because the service had begun. Mm -hmm. Reverend Michael had gotten Sean and his group of authors up, and they had been spoken to, and the service had begun. And then when it was time at the end of the service, Spirit said, get up and go over to Sean. And I went over to Sean, and I gave him my card, and I said, I've just completed a book. I'd love for you to look at it. And it was like, that was the beginning. Mm,
2: It it was so incredible. It was so incredible that that was in an October. Um, we published your book by that February, which was a crazy quick turnaround. But it was incredible. And then Karen, I mean, she, she invited me to come to come stay with her for the Agape Revelation Conference in oh, yeah. twenty eighteen, and I I, I graciously accepted. Now I've come to learn Karen, I'm like, gee that was really big of her to invite me to come stay. Yeah. <laughs> And it it was during that trip, Karen took me through the life visioning process and I had this vision of, um, you know, my then company being, um, I I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the words are, but I'd say bigger, more joyful, more serving. I just had this vision of my company, which was, um, grander and, and full of peace and extending peace and everything.
4: Yeah.
2: And, uh, that was in April of 2018. And we really, you know, almost three years later, I, um, Karen and I joined forces to, um, to birth this new initiation of, of the company, which is what, what Karen led me through in that visioning process years ago, which is just, um, open, expansive, mm-hmm. clean. So, and in that meantime, Karen's published three books with us. we, We speak almost every Monday and it's just been this incredible, I mean, we, we all have this, them relationships that have just been waiting for us to arrive. Yes. Yeah.
1: Don't you love that? Don't you love (laughs) how, despite us, don't you love how the universe somehow makes things connect and connects the dots, even if we don't understand, you know, or can't see the end game. Right. But it requires an enormous amount of trust. Yes. And yet at sometimes even we take two step forwards and one step of self doubt backwards. Yeah. But we still keep moving forward, right?
2: Yes. Absolutely. And that's why I'm not a huge fan of strategy. Even as a business owner pe- people might call me, me 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 stupid. But I've never had this um I've never had this strategy. I've never had this plan. I've never been out there on the get. Do you know what I mean? No, I do not yeah everything's unfolded so organically even down to this podcast we started it was about two episodes in we 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 heard from your team and it's like had we had this plan that we were going to launch a podcast and get it picked up by a network then we would have just been getting in the way and that's another reason why i love our collaboration because individually we clearly have made so many great things happen but together there's even that further unfolding of the universe having its way
1: yeah, and we're going to talk about that more when we come back. When we come back, we're going to talk about, Karen, and, you know, it, and I love that we're talking about visioning. The visioning practice that literally changed my life, oh my gosh, I can't even think how many years ago, mm-hmm. um, was part of um, uh, Reverend uh, Michael's visioning book. Yeah. I don't know what year he put that thing out, but whatever year that was, and I know I interviewed him, It was the first time that something surreal showed up.
4: Mm.
1: What is it about this process that we let organic? And by the way, I am not a fan of strategy either. As a matter (laughs) of fact, my business coaches just don't know what to do with that. But here we are. When we come back, we're going to talk about what does this mean to step into the realm of transformation how do we ask those transformative questions and what if there were answers to them as opposed to I know nothing Mm. let's take a short break when we come back boy we've got some good stuff going on (laughs) Sean and Karen 22 minutes everybody you ready for that stay tuned we'll be right back
5: Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you live your best life. The Live the Good Life Show, connecting your physical and spiritual self. Every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Find Sabrina at the Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T, Balance.com. Are you ready to get big and live your life out loud? Tune in to Get Big Out Loud Radio, exploring life through the lens of curiosity and compassion. With me, Carrie Knudsen, joining Dr. Pat live every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I will offer ideas to transform what you are thinking into conscious action. If you want to get big and live your life out loud, visit
1: me at KnudsenSpeaks.com. Are you ready to find out who you really are? Are you ready to have fun and listen to the soul part of yourself? Indulge in a deeper meaning with Laura Goldstein, host of Coffee with the Universe. This show will awaken that true self hidden deep within you and will get you energized on who you were created to be. So go ahead, grab your cup of joe and experience Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Wow. There we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat show. Listen, how to transform your life in just 22 minutes with my very special guest and host of the podcast you're about to hear about now, Sean Murray and Karen Mills-Alston. Well, for each of you, before we get rolling here, how do people find out about each of you and tell us about your podcast? How do they find out about that? And how do they download some things from it too? some of your archives? Sean, you want to go first?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. You can find out about our company at thatguyshouseintl.com. Individually, you can find me um, on that guy who loves the universe on Facebook. That's how, that was my birthing into, into this world of spirituality, being that guy who loves the universe. So yeah, that's how you can find me.
1: Awesome. Karen, how about you? Yes, I'm Karen
3: Mills-Austin dot com facebook instagram karen mills alston and then 10 principles for a life worth living that's my series of award-winning books (laughs) i love
1: it yeah I love it. Well, look, you know, one of the things that we're talking about here today is one of my favorite topics. I mean, there's a reason that this network's called the transformation network and that is going to be our, our umbrella network as we launch individual channels. Mm -hmm. And yet I don't come from a background of understanding the laws of the universe. I'm a kid that's born in the Bronx of New York and, You know, how I got here is still magical mystery to me. But as Emma Curtis Hopkins would say, you know, when you covenant with the Holy Spirit, you do nothing for your life.
2: Yeah, I love this.
1: Whoever gave me that book to understand. (laughs) But let's talk about the gift you're bringing to the world. You know, when I get to speak with each of you and I see what you're doing in service of other people, There is a gift, and when two or more people are gathered, that gift is so extremely powerful. Mm. And I'd like to hear from each of you what is your hope? What is your vision? And what is the core element for this amazing podcast you're bringing together? And I'm going to hit Karen up with that first. Yes, yes. Well, you know, when you, even before you completed the asking of the question,
3: it's to be a beneficial presence, right, Sean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We are authentically uh, letting you know how we show up in our lives. This is how we are. There's no duality here. What you see is what you get. So this authenticity Mm -hmm. is important to us. Um, And to ask questions that we're really curious about. Mm -hmm. Um, We just, um, and, and the questions come through me organically. And when they come, I put them aside and, or I send it to Sean, and then I don't even think about it. Sean doesn't even think about it. We just, whatever happens on the broadcast, it's the presence within us that is revealing the answer to this. Mm-hmm. And, it's not, and it's not the be-all, end-all answer. It is what is coming through us. And if someone wants to hear it, they get to hear it. And then we welcome the opportunity to expand that listening as they walk with that question throughout the day, throughout mm-hmm. the week.
1: You know, I love living in the question. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. you know, I, I, and I, I can say that now and I can't remember the exact first time I said that. I actually I know it was a really long time ago, and it was at the Center for Spiritual Living, mm-hmm. and I was in a class with a friend of mine um, who has since passed on, and I held up a sign, uh, and each of us had to hold up this sign and walk to walk around. You know, you've been you you've probably conducted a million of these workshops, right? <laughs> but Bobby and I had to create a sign for our future, or had to create something we were going to create. And I I'm I'm moving my home and I found the sign uh-huh. yesterday. And there it was and it said the power of next. Oh yes. wow. And when I said the power of next, you can imagine how many people in that class wanted me not to say the power of next because what was important at that time was the power of now.
4: Yes. Yes. And
1: I want to ask you both this question. Sometimes we get these messages that don't really fit convention. especially in the journey of transformation right and how do we establish that fundamental core knowing that absolute trust that the sense we have is divinely guided how do we establish that how do we hold on to that sean
2: That's such a good question because as a author and a publisher, I'm very much interested in people's stories and what has got them to where they are now. However, I also acknowledge it's completely irrelevant because the universe is constantly reinventing itself. So um, when I hear the power of next, I I went and wrote it down so much because especially in my life right now, the next phase is this company Karen and I have created together. And it's so interesting because I feel, it's like that it's, it's that belief of well new is coming new is good new is here so um i forget what your question was but what i'm saying it's, is about, did, but, trust. it's yeah, about trust it's about
1: it's about me standing up with that sign right yeah which says i'm going to write a book called the power of next yeah. and then people looking at at it and saying but wait a minute you know this is the power of now and yeah. you know in my heart I totally understood what that was and I had an opportunity to speak what I meant yeah. but it's hard to hold on to that it's hard it sometimes to hold on to it
2: and like I said like so your story has got you to hear and there's so many beautiful stories and lessons and wisdom in that and the publisher in me loves to hear that but the spiritual teacher in me so 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 to call it loves to say well do you want to know what this has got you to where you are now and from here there's something so great grand and glorious great grand and glorious to come <laughs> so yeah. it's really standing in the fact that the universe is just constantly reinventing itself and you get to believe it's reinventing itself for my for my unfolding so to stand in that trust to stand in that trust is to know well it got me here and i get to go from here to next yes and it's really It's really about, I mean, it's really a lack of something to do. So often we want to know, well, what is it I now do? Like, how do I trust? Well, if you really want to show you trust, do nothing. You know, (laughs) do do five less things than you thought you were going to do for the unfoldment of who you are.
3: Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And you know, what we talk about on 22 Minutes are practices. So there are practices that uh, we get to have in place if we choose to, so that we can, stay connected to this, this source, to this force, to this everything. So we talk about prayer, we talk about meditation, we talk about life visioning, we talk about um, hydration, we talk about movement, we talk about Mm -hmm. putting good food in our body temples, all of those things. And when we trust, we take care of ourselves, then, we allow ourselves to be open and available to that next stage of our evolution. That's what this is all about. So uh, so yeah, next is powerful. We have to be prepared to be able to move into that that next phase. So um, the power of now, great. The power of next,
1: yes.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes I love it, absolutely. I wrote it down. Yeah.
1: Well, and it's interesting, I, I had that note and it's, you know, it's written on an eight and a half by 11. It's like scribbled on there. And this was a workshop that I did, oh my gosh, it's got to be right around 2002. It, yeah. it really goes back. Now, the reality is that that was my vision. And, you know, that vision was circumvented by something that I was really called to do. Yes. And that's what I do today. So I never really did write the book, and a couple of other people picked up on it. And mm-hmm. so I knew it was important for me, and it is going to be in my book, but yeah. I knew it wasn't the thing. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. knew I believed in it. <laughs> and at some point, I even wrote a cartoli. <laughs> <And> I said... <laughs> Oh, boy, you should have seen the hate mail I got on that Facebook post. But but the thing I presented was just a very naive and innocent question. Mm -hmm. And what I was trying to really grapple with at this point in time in my life was this question, and I want to ask you, and then we'll talk about it when we come back, because this is what you both do. By the time I'm done realizing the power of now... I'm already in the power of next. (laughs) How do we bring them together? We're going to take a short break, everybody. When we come back, that's Sean. Benny knows I I cut you all a break. I didn't ask that question when we came back. I give you three minutes to think about it. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back with Sean and Karen.
4: Welcome to Soul Activation Podcast, a world-class broadcast of insight and inspiration with the renowned healer and coach, Suzanne Alexandria. In this series, she dives deep into the magical sea of you, to the place in you that's ready to activate. Tune in live every second and fourth Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
3: That's drkathyobear.com.
1: Tune into the show, Heart Change Consciousness, with me, Dr. Trish DeRosher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, change makers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change Consciousness on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
4: Hi, I'm Patricia McNair, host of Divine Guidance with Patricia, and I'm here to help you live a more authentic, spiritually connected life. Join me every first and third Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Being who you are in everyday life is the key to unlocking soul wisdom within that our whole self already knows. Get ready to embrace your spiritual, mental, and emotional well-being, your whole being. Discover your gifts and strengthen your connection to spirit. We will explore earth guidance, divine truth and love, past life lessons, and so much more. So listen in to Divine Guidance with Patricia and join in your personal adventure to triggering, opening, validating, and being all that you are. For more information about me, Visit divineguidance.earth.
5: Are you ready to let go of the I can'ts that are holding you down? Valerie Trujillo invites you to join her community on a mission to collectively heal as a tribe where your vulnerability is heard and reciprocated. So tune in to Love and Light with the Crystal Blue Oracle every second and fourth Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on transformationtalkradio.com. For more information about Valerie and her work, visit crystalblueoracle.com. Benny, Benny, Benny,
1: you're so good, Benny. That's yes. our Reverend. That's Michael Bernard Beckwith. That was that from, is that's for sure. Transden Dance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, everybody. Sean Patrick, uh, and and look at one of the things I want to say about you both. And let's just talk about this. Sean Murray, Karen Mills Alston, joining me here today, and we're talking about a number of different things but we're talking about what happens when two people independent of each other get tapped on a shoulder to then come together you know sean's work has been on bbc sunday's time huffington post karen is of course as we said before award winning author author practitioner ceo co-founder of the guy's house i mean on and on and on and on but here they come together and when you come together, something amazing happens. And I want to let to everybody know, Sean, Karen, what is the best way for people to find about, out about each of you? How do they get copies of your book? All of that.
2: Awesome. You can find us both at our company, that guy's house, intl.com. You can get my book that guy who loves the universe anywhere books are sold. And if you want to follow, follow me online, it's the same name, that guy who loves the universe.
1: Karen, how about you? Yes, I'm on
3: Amazon and Mm -hmm. every other place that books are sold Mm -hmm. and 10 Principles for Life Worth Living and my website, KarenMillsAlston.com, Instagram, Facebook, same name. Mm -hmm. Thank you.
1: Yeah. And we're going to talk about some of these principles about life worth living and transformation and about your podcast. Um, How do people listen to your podcast? What's the best way for people to do that?
2: Or anywhere, anywhere podcast or broadcast, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, it's 22 minutes of transformation.
1: I love it. We're going to talk about 22 minutes because I, I never really see 22. I, I am an 11 girl. So anytime somebody puts 22 oh, wow. in front of me, I'm all about 11. So who knows what? I'm already on the power next with the number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But here is here is a sign that Linda found. Yes. Because we're packing and I found it in a box Mm -hmm. and Bobby Braden and I were, let's call it just like you two. Mm -hmm. Um, Her life ended way too early. And as a matter of fact, if you come into my studio, the desk that I use was gifted to me by her. And she said, you've got to write this book or you've got to do something about your life, Pat. You've Mm -hmm. got to do something about your life. And that's my question. Sometimes the thing you think you are going to do doesn't turn out to be that exact thing, but the energy of what you want to create comes forward. Can each of you talk about that idea, that the energy that is in our heart sometimes comes forward despite who we are?
3: Yes. You know, I remember when I was a kid and I uh, particularly I was 15 years old and I made a list of things I call them intentions now um, I called them goals then uh, that I wanted to accomplish and um, and I did them you know I could manif- I manifest at, at a certain point I manifested my first car um, uh, grades in school getting into the college I wanted to all those things. And at one point I said to myself, boy, this would be really cool if I could do this all the time. But I but I didn't. I manifested things and then I got to a point where I had got married. I married a wonderful man. We had a child together. Everything was wonderful. Continued to go to spiritual centers and Um, eventually landed at Agape. And when I landed at Agape, I, as so many of us who have been there, I was welcomed home. I was welcomed to my soul because this this is about always having practices in place so that we can feel that presence, so that we know that we are more than our humanness, so that we know that we're not operating um, in, of the world, not in the world, but of the, whatever that phrase goes. How does it go I'm not of the
1: world. I'm in the world,
3: but I'm not of Of the world. world.
1: And, and you know, that's really the point that I was mentioning before the break, because if you are really on that pathway, I mean, this is something for me that I stopped thinking about, Mm -hmm. but it was really a conundrum for me. It was how to describe why I didn't hang up on that phone call in 2003,
4: Mm.
1: why I stayed on that phone call. When I was looking for a man, and I got a woman, and I dialed into an internet-only station, 10 minutes, I pulled out a credit card, and I bought an hour of airtime. 2003 on the internet. I mean, my friends wanted to have me committed. (laughs) I get it. They did. They did. But Sean, talk from your perspective now about this and about that heart space that pulls us.
2: I am still so much on my journey with this. It is like my pilgrimage. <laughs> I never wanted to be a publisher. I wanted to be an author. And I had my brand, that guy who loves the universe, and I wanted a book deal with Hay House. And that was my focus. That was my intention. That was my everything. And that kind of went back and forth for a while. You know, I had conversations, et cetera. I had a great literary agent, all of that. All of the stuff, I was the, I had the package of selling my book to a publisher. And it kept not happening. And it made no sense to me because I had these great endorsements. I had this following. I had what I believed. I was like, this is a great book. And it kept not happening. I'm talking five years of my life trying to get a publishing deal. And one day it was very clear. I just said, I'm going to publish this myself. I'm going to call it that guy's house because I was that guy who loves the universe at the time. I'm just going to put out my own book. I I, I bought the ISBNs. I set up the company all just to publish my own book. That was in July. By October, I had people asking me, can you help me publish a book? I was like, sure, I'll do that. And before I knew it, it was this publishing company. We were working with authors all over the world. And then still, because I'm not there, this this story doesn't have the ending yet, by the way. But even then, you know, I've started this publishing company and working with authors all over the world. And I think, I don't want to be a publisher. I want to be in broadcast. And it's like, so I need to find a way to finish this publishing company and get into broadcast what happens? The publishing company launches a podcast. Here we are speaking with you. It's like I keep, <laughs> I still to this day will say, dear God, I don't want to be a publisher. And God sends me somebody yeah. to um, work on their book with them. So I think I'm doing the opposite of manifestation. I don't know what it is, but it also very much feels like, well, th- this is where I serve. This is what I know how to do. Yes. This is where I can, this is how I can be a beneficial presence. Someone has a book I know everything to do to turn that book into a reality and here i am answering that call five years later but this was not a this is not a situation of wanting something visioning it attaining it it's the opposite yeah it's the it's the opposite it's saying dear god i I don't want to do this thing and god says well this is where you are the most beneficial presence right now
1: yeah. yeah. And I love, don't you both love that? I mean, you know, it also leads me to think about something interesting as you both were talking about this. And, you know, I'm one of these people that um, <clears throat> growing up I was learning different and that that's the term we use now yeah. and you're a learning different person. So the benefit of my learning different thing is that when people speak I see things. I don't see words. So when you speak, I've already got like this vision, albeit some of it is made up in my mind, but I've (laughs) I've got an idea. (laughs) And, you know, what's fascinating to me is how I saw the number 22. Oh, wow. And I saw the number 22. And, And what's interesting about that is underneath that number was the number 11. Yes. And underneath that number was the number one. And so I kept thinking about this. <laughs> Linda's like, no, this is 22, 22 minutes. And I wanted to ask you there's a ripple effect to that number. Tell us what the importance has been for that number and the importance of it is in, in the world of transformation. Karen, you want to hit that up or Sean? Who wants to go first? Sean, go ahead. Oh. Sure. sure well
2: 11 11 is our number two just
4: be, yeah
2: <laughs> 11 is our number two just to be clear and 11 okay. was the podcast the podcast is actually the third initiation of what we've been doing we started out a year ago a support group um called global community for transformation when when the pandemic hit um we noticed that that was getting a lot of attention when we broadcast it so from from september onwards it was a Facebook broadcast and then that was 22 minutes Um, and the podcast 22 was I mean it, it just was the number we chose in regards to that that was as long we had to spend at least that long in a topic to get somewhere we weren't when we started and even knowing I was like I was very clear we can't get there in 20 minutes and even today when we're recording it's like we have all this conversation. And then the final two minutes, I'm like, oh, it's so good. All the juices there. <laughs> so um, yeah. 11 is 11 is our number. So the connection is that, you know, it's double 11. Yeah. There's two of us. And it was the time in which I thought, well, how long would I need to spend in the energy of a question to get an answer? And 20 minutes was too short. It was 22.
1: I love this because... Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard sometimes to explain things. I get asked a lot of different questions. I want to start out with sharing something, then I want you each to comment on how we can learn to trust the process. How can we learn to trust? Now, I will tell you this, that I had just finished doing an interview with Reverend Michael, and I was over at the studio with Benny, right? We have studios in Bellevue and studios in Montlake Terrace. So I was over at the studio. And that day I had to drive back to Seattle because at the time I was living in Seattle. So I had to drive across the I-90 and I'm driving across this bridge on this Lake Washington and my windshield lit up and it showed me every channel I was to create. It showed me the entire landscape for for the network. I mean, it literally lit up. Now, because I'm a visual, I knew what to do, but it literally lit up. And honestly, I couldn't see the road for at least, I mean, it was, this is I-90 going across the bridge. And this thing was so in my face until I said, I got it. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you about this because sometimes our lives unfold. Sometimes people see us differently than we see ourselves. Um, And the reason I say that I had an opportunity to be part of a music video, and I think Michael was part of it, too, down in L.A., and it was this music video John Legend and his nephew put together, beautiful song, and somehow I got invited to that, and when I got there, what people were saying was, Reverend Dr. Street Smart Spiritualist because that's oh, wow. m- my thing. I do street smart spirituality and I couldn't own it. Oh, wow. I didn't quite get it. It was, I said yes to this thing and I never saw myself that way. And so the question that I ask each of you is how can we help people grow into that thing that they perhaps didn't call upon themselves But yet the universe is calling for that to come forward. How do we help people trust in that process? Well,
3: you know, there's so many things. There's something within us, as we say at Agape, through Reverend Michael, there's something within us. I call it the presence. I call it spirit. I call it God. I call it love that has never been hurt, harmed, or endangered. And we no matter where we are in our lives, this represents our intuitive nature. As you were speaking and you were talking about the windshield Mm -hmm. numbers, I got this chill that went through my body. That's validation as Mm -hmm. if my spirit needs to validate with me of how magnificent this is. You know, that this is real. So to be able to... That's why, you know, prayer, meditation, life, visioning, walking, whatever it is that we do so that we can connect with the presence, we're always connecting to it. And that's where we get to trust. So we trust people. And Reverend Michael said this last year, (laughs) i got it. But he says, we don't trust man or woman. We trust the presence. He says that that people will always disappoint us. They're human beings. Yeah. So when I trust God, when I'm guided and directed, when I'm in the rhythm and the flow of this presence all the time, that's how I build up my trust. And and it's interesting. I used to say to people, if we're not going to trust God, who are are we going to trust? I understand that now. Yeah. We're also talking about something that this happens individually. it it happens. I can't tell anybody. I mean, I can certainly model it. I can talk about it, but individuals have to experience this themselves. And the beginning is to let go.
2: Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I think it's very rare we get the vision delivered crystal clearly. Yes, We get some kind of abstract picture that we can make sense of, which is enough to get us to move forward mm-hmm. but I think it's so rare you just and, and and it and it happens and it's happened to me yeah. but the rule is you get some abstract vision that your your mind can best understand at that time um and that's enough to move you forward to get where to get where your your your, your unfolding is yes but yeah yeah
1: I mean this is really for everybody listening today you know This is the part of the show where the invitation shows up. You know, this is an invitation for everyone listening today that maybe you've lost hope or maybe the world as you see it today isn't quite as shiny as you thought it would be. And, you know, holding on to that presence, that aspect, that thing that really can guide us to that place of peace is so important. And yet, even if you don't know how, like I had no clue how that was gonna show up. Um, And by the way, it took another eight months for the opportunity to show up. Yes. We have to figure out a way to stay in a place of trust. Yes. I think that's one of our greatest challenges. What do you think, each of you? Well, yeah, you know, and we talk about, we were
3: talking earlier about um, the life visioning process. Yes. Reverend Michael being the originator of that process. And in that process, he asks a number of questions. So even, and a question might be, what is seeking to emerge? What wants to be birthed? What are my gifts and talents? All of that. If we were to ask ourselves, meaning asking the presence, what is here for me? what wants to be birthed if we were to take a question we don't have to do the entire life visioning process right. we can sit with a question one of the question one of the statements that reverend michael gave us early on in the year is i give myself permission to I give myself permission to be more loving. I give myself permission to open up and to surrender to the infinite possibilities of my life. So to be able to ask our, make a statement or ask the question, Joe Goldsmith asks, um, sweet spirit, you know, he says, sweet spirit, your servant is listening. So completely opening up. What is it that is mine to do right now? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. how do I need to grow and expand
2: yeah absolutely yeah. And Pat you use the word hope and that's like in the, the second chapter of my books about hope because there was a time you know hope was a big step forward for me it was dark like and I say in the book you know hope is trying really hard to get to get your attention um, have some kind of daily practice where you get to go somewhere which can cultivate hope and that's what I love about our podcast for some people that's their service 22 minutes a week to be in our company to hopefully move that tiny bit more forward than than they were before but create an altar create a practice create a service you can go to that cultivates exactly that hope in your life because sometimes you know you have to like you know it's like you're going through a dark tunnel and with a torch a flashlight and you just have to and you have to just <laughs> you can only go the next few steps but that is hope that tiny little light and it does lead to this glorious mm. this glorious light but sometimes you only get to see a tiny bit in front of you I don't know that I don't know why that is I don't know why so many of our spiritual journeys are preceded by a dark night of the soul I just know it tends to be the rule and there's the exception but the rule tends to be there was this dark period of time yes. and I came through it. And, and that's been my joy as, as a publisher all these years to say, what was that moment where you got to go, ah, when did you get to breathe a sigh of relief? Yes. And, that's, and that's the story I find so interesting.
0: In that what?
3: dark night, mm-hmm. I heard just recently, <laughs> just like oh, in the yes. last month, that I, even though I don't like the feeling of it, I've learned to like the feeling of it because I know that newness is birthing itself. My life is about to be transformed.
1: That's what I love about that. Yeah. And I love that you said that because I literally, you know, I studied the consequences of broken promises 10 years at Claremont. And, you know, when I emerged from that, it was the darkest, darkest part of my night, my life. I mean, you cannot study broken promises for 10 years and interviewed hundreds of people and walk out of there not feeling like oh M-G. and you know yet had I not studied that I would have probably gone on to be this high paid consultant and mm-hmm. and literally not taken my life to where I wanted it to go. And so sometimes we have to hold on to the fact that yes, beyond this dark period is just absolutely opulent abundance and joy and peace. And that's what you both bring. That's what 22 Minutes does. Mm. That's what this message that you bring forward is about for the time we live in. So I want to thank each of you and ask you one more time. Thank you for today. Please let folks know how they can listen, how they can get your books.
2: Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, Yeah, you're welcome
3: joy oh. absolutely a joy uh so karen mills austin at um uh, my website my facebook everything mm-hmm. um my instagram and uh amazon 10 principles for a life worth living mm-hmm. yes
2: thank you thank you karen yeah and it's sean patrick murray you can get my book that guy who loves the universe anywhere books are sold online and it's that guy who loves the universe on facebook and our company is that guy's house, imtl.com.
1: I want to thank you both for today. And one quick last question. What's your personal message? What do each of you want to leave us with today? Karen, go first if you want.
3: <laughs> oh, I think about freedom. Sean and I talk about that all the time. When we trust the universe that put us here at this particular time, and we let go and we allow, we surrender, then we experience freedom yeah that's
2: the word Hmm. oh and my word is space you know i believe you know the universe god is is the space around it's the space in between words it's the space around what's happening so um listen to this broadcast listen to our podcast and then make space for emptiness because that's where this this source of the universe of god gets to infuse itself so make space make space
1: And I want to say to everybody, when you step into how to transfer your life in 22 minutes, you have the space, the freedom space that both Karen and Sean just talked about. Thank you both for joining me here today. Thank you so much. Thank you. I want to thank everybody for tuning us in. We've got another hour coming up for you. Benny, Olivia, we're going to take a short break. Everybody, if you've missed any part of this, go to Transformation Talk Radio. It should be up later on today. We'll see you in a minute.